folks, uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. Dip Nation. It's too much dip. It's Monday. Happy Mother's Day. Belated to all the mommies out there. My name is David. We've got a great show in store for you today. I'm joined, as always, by KJ. <laughs> David, I sure do appreciate you introducing me first. I'd like to be the first to apologize to, uh, both to you and all of the Too Much Dip listeners out there for any grumblings they may, may hear from uh, your tummy. I didn't Ooh. want to. I didn't want to talk about it, but yeah, we should talk about is it. Hang, is hanger setting in, Dave? Uh, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> a, 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 a service that will not be named. Um, that is the only one that will deliver from this certain restaurant. The uh, the driver never showed up, and he delivered it to the wrong spot, and basically said "f it," and uh, wouldn't answer his phone the whole time. So someone about a quarter of a mile away from us just got a, a dope lunch for free delivered to them. Three spicy or three yeah three chicken bowls basically. So wow. shout out to them. Hope they enjoy. I hope it didn't go to waste. I hope somebody eats those because it is quite That's tasty food. food. It's good food. But I'm gonna power through it. I got uh, 20 grams of protein. <laughs> so I got a little teen going. Dylan, speaking of, what's up? What's up with it? Very happy to be here. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what's up with it, he says. <laughs> sup with it. I said, sup with it. Sup with it. Man, I'm very TV. happy to be here. Uh, this is going to be, like, a pretty good episode, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Usually They usually suck. This pretty one's good. not going wow. to. Wow. Just kidding. No, That's I'm, surprising. I'm just, I'm just super excited I don't even... It. I want to introduce a new segment called Does Dylan Even Watch Sports Anymore? Because all he does is hang out with Bay. <laughs> That's true. You got to think he's not like sitting there checking the Masters app and he's like got ESPN Watch open. Like she's just throwing shot glasses across the bar and he's like, oh shit, the Preds clinch playoffs. <laughs> Dude, the Preds clinch. Shout out to the Preds. Uh, I've, been, I've been watching some sports, man. It's uh, a lot of fun stuff's been happening lately. I'm actually pretty excited. Pretty excited to get into it. What well, t- I'm excited yeah. that you're excited. Let's go. Uh, one thing I'm not going to do is um, chat with customer support for said delivery service during this podcast because that would be a disservice to Dip yeah, Nation. That's, <laughs> that's not why the people tune in. That's not why they tune in. Uh-oh. I got some news. Today's episode is brought to you by Vizzy Hard Seltzer. Ooh. Wow. Did you know it's the seltzer of the summer, in my opinion? Yeah. Got the super fruit acerola. You think I don't know about the acerola? I don't, sometimes I don't know with you because you've got the new friends and I don't about? know what they're doing. It's got the antioxidant vitamin C. Bring something unique and delicious to the table, man. Grab yourself a drink that can do both, man. It can it can quench your thirst. It can give you vitamin C, hit you with the super fruit, all of that. And they got the new lemonade flavors. I'm just a big fan. Even if it did have all this dope shit in it, the vitamin C, the acerola, the antioxidants, I would still consume Vizzy because it tastes so damn good. How You're about not wrong. That? How about mm-hmm. that? You're not wrong. And it's got low sugar. I heard if you tee off at number uh, number nine, number nine at Thorn Tree, you might get a little treat. Somebody no. might from the from the house that backs up to it might toss you down a couple of vizies. Just let the people know. Yeah, we'll, we'll hook you up. How about that, Dylan? That sounds great. Maybe man. it's time you unretire from golf. Stop being such a baby. Although you did play Friday. I did play Friday. Oh, okay. Can I, add, can I add a little anecdote into the sports party about my my round of golf? Yeah. You know, I don't know why I ask. I'm just going to go ahead and put it in there. So keep, wow, keep what going. A, that's what we call a tease. Keep going with Vizzy. We'll get to it. <laughs> there are plenty of hard seltzers to choose from, but with eight bold and delicious dual fruit flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes the choice a little easier, and it's a lot tastier. <clears throat> Pineapple, mango, black cherry, lime, strawberry, kiwi, blueberry, pomegranate, papaya, passion fruit, watermelon, strawberry, blackberry, lemon, and raspberry tangerine. And don't forget the lemonades don't have sugar in them, David. Zero sugar. It's crazy. Watermelon, peach, raspberry, and strawberry lemonades all out there. They've got the same antioxidant vitamin C. I'm a big fan of the peach. I've been kind of just – it just depends on my mood. If I'm feeling flirty, I'll go with the peach. If I'm just kind of feeling chill. <laughs> if you're feeling flirty, you'll drink a peach. I'll go with the watermelon. Okay. You can drink the peaches all day. Okay, yeah. It's a face-off reference. With- Vizzy, you can enjoy your refreshment now with antioxidant vitamin C and at 5% ABV, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can. Every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. And the lemonade, as Dylan said, has zero grams of sugar. So check it out. Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy. 
Go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash wash. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash wash to find out where you can find it. Must be 21 or older. It's podcast week. Is it really? Yeah. I totally forgot, man. I forgot, too. What did you do this weekend to celebrate podcast week? Like like I just said, I didn't know podcast week was upon us already. I'm not, I wasn't ready for it yet. I'll tell you this, man. I watched a lot of sports. I watched a lot of sports. I didn't really leave the house much except for to go to the park with the dog. I didn't smoke any meats. We did some steaks yesterday. I don't know what you did. Did you do anything special on the grill? Not yet. I did bust the griddle out. Um, some may know if they're following along at home. Your boy's not only uh, you know certified smoker. You know me. Uh, but I do fucks with the griddle a little bit. So I'll get out there and hooked up some chicken for the week. Also set aside some eggs. Did some breakfast real quick, omelets for the week. Damn. You do chicken in your omelet? No, two separate items. Okay. Griddle's big enough. David. I, There's a down, David. dividing wall of uh, vegetables that were being griddled as well. A little surface area. Um, fun fact, I uh, we busted out the waffle maker yesterday. That, Mother's Day waffle. You got some waffles off? It's a commitment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Were they dope? They were good. Very good. Some nice maple syrup. Waffles are right. sick, man. Very sick. So what's your approach to putting syrup onto your waffles? So I will heat it up. Okay. I have to do like a 10-second quick little just to heat up because I don't like mm-hmm. putting room temperature syrup. I don't fucks with respect it. respect that. So, yeah, I'll heat it up, and I like it where it's hot enough to where it'll melt the excess butter that hasn't melted. Okay. And that's about it. I'm pretty. Do you try guy. to cover every square, or you no. just you know just no, give no, me a no. little touch? I don't need the drench. Okay. I don't need the drench. I like to have a little dry, so it's just kind of like the duality of man. Yeah, the yin and the yang, <laughs> the dry yeah. and the syrup. Okay, I respect that. I just wanted to make sure that that uh, preheat process was uh, in effect. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you yourself a Sunday. Uh, Mother's Day. Our first Mother's Day is. Uh, I know. Parents. It's very cool. Shout out to all the moms out there. It was a very uh, it's a very good weekend. Got to see both moms, mother-in-law, mom, you know, the one that I live with as well. Certified mommy, if you will. Um, but it was kind of a weird, like, who's on first base kind of move of like, all right, who am I celebrating this weekend when I'm, like, seeing my mother and my mother-in-law and then spending the entire weekend with you know, my wife, if you will. Uh, his wife yes yes yeah i I did the trash move last week of folding in my anniversary gift with the mother's day gift i know it's frowned upon if i was writing into the mail and they would probably tell me to do the complete opposite which you know check that out um but i did it i'll call myself out for it not proud of it but it's a pretty sweet ass leather uh, photo album. So, what if i told you i combined the um push present with a mother's day gift Okay. What if I told you I did that? How would you feel? Would I don't it change mean, how you feel about me? I don't, mean to, I don't mean to get in your business, Dave. You know, but I feel like there's a butt coming um, on. You know, if if uh, if Alyssa's happy, then then I'm happy. So, if she, was she okay with it? Yeah, good. Uh, and I, I look, I came out of the gate pretty hot. What did Rhodes get, Alyssa? Anything? Um, he signed the card. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, there was a card in your house. There was a card. We I did over two there, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm the king. You know I'm the king of cards, right? I was not aware. If you if you are uh, in in my circle and you are have an event or a the holiday, you're gonna get a card from me, and that card is gonna be dog themed. Okay. Every time. Okay, I respect I'm, that. I'm hitting you with the fun card. Oh, Dave. I'm a uh, Mister. Don't forget the list. The reason I brought you know that random baby product was because I went to your local corner store of convenience of sorts with the intent of purchasing a card. I walked out with that an item I already had at my house. So, uh, you know, your boy's got to keep a list on them at all times. I'm going to tell Alyssa you got her that for uh, mother's day. Exactly. I was thinking about all the moms in the world, man. I'm, I'm not a, a good gift giver. It's no one, one thing. I just, I'm just not good at it, man. Which is weird. Cause I, you know, I genuinely think of Dylan as, you know, thoughtful. I'm otherwise a pretty being. thoughtful fella, yeah. I, I would like to think. But when it comes to gifts, I get so in my head about it, and I psych myself out like they're going to hate this, and I just I usually fumble. Well, that's not spoken it. like a you know, true guest speaker yeah. of the mail end. So, look, I, I get, I, I'm I'm aware of it at least. <laughs> that's interesting. That's true. I mean, yeah, you're known for dropping the bag. Well, I don't know if that's quite. 
True, but... We caught a dub in Warzone last night. Uh, yeah, we did. I guess that could have been for the sports party, but I just want to say... The whole squad was eating, too. It was it was pretty pretty good one. Yeah, we, I mean, like, it was... It was evenly distributed, yes, the killing. Exactly. We all contributed. Did y'all know... I didn't tell you all this. Did y'all know, like, for the last... In the final circle... My, Alyssa was downstairs trying to talk to me. And uh, I'm not going to say she had been drinking a lot because she hadn't, but we had a couple glasses of wine yeah. to celebrate. And like, I don't, I kept like pointing and I was like, one minute. And you know, I was like, I was like, we're in, la- I was like, it's about to be over. And she was, she was being nice. She was just like, oh, no, no, I don't need you to do anything, but I just want to let you know. And I'm like, no, I don't think you get what I'm saying. And I was like, I was like, oh, no, if we, if we blow this, because we had your key chopper position. was singing at the time. Yeah, I, and luckily y'all y'all got the last kills, man. I was, I was like, dude, if I if I end up being the one to tank this, I'm gonna feel so bad. <laughs> well, somebody would have been alive because it would have been like up on a building, you know, block away, watching it all go down <laughs> had she died. So, you know, squad got a dub. Oh man! And, and more importantly, it started off with a dub at the beginning of the night. No different than this podcast will start off with a dub of a segment that nobody will say it's sports related. In fact, I drove us way off the board. So. Uh, you did, but I'm, gl- do I'm glad you did because you bought me time to find the USB. You were searching. I was, I was searching, yeah. and I, I felt like I was throwing everybody's game off. They call it vamping in the biz. A little vamp action. Uh, guys, follow Too Much Dip on Twitter. That's Dip with Two Ps. Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I'm sorry we have to like lead off with this, but um, it's tough. But cancel culture has come for uh, Medina Spirit. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. Well, according to exactly one person, I think. Well, maybe two, actually. Bob Baffert. Yeah, and and potentially our former president, Donald you, Trump. When you see someone's getting canceled, yeah. you normally don't think it's going to be the horse that won the Kentucky Derby. If you can be the athlete of the year, can you not be canceled? You're saying that it maybe is it uncancelable? No, I, I believe uh, we're, what, four years removed from a horse being athlete of the year? So, who was uh, it? Seabiscuit? Uh, whoever won the Big uh, Brown? Who was it? Uh, no, whoever won the Triple Crown. What? It was Big Brown, I believe. Or was close. A, I didn't know that was a horse. Oh, <laughs> badass horse, yeah. Or bl- not Black Beauty. I don't even know what Black Beauty's Rest about. in peace, Big Black. So, yeah. R.I.P. Great dude. Great dude. Great show. Um, so, Medina Spirit won the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby. And then his trainer, Bob Baffert. Well Problematic? Known. Trainer or owner? Both. Both? Does he do both? I think he's just a trainer. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I, don't I know. thought the Baff was just the money guy. The, uh, the I think Baff he's a man. trainer and he has money now. Um, regardless, we all he's know who we're talking trainer. about. The guy who looks like uh, Will Ferrell in uh, Blades of Fire Eastbound. or whatever. Oh, Eastbound Down. You're right. Ashley Schaefer. Ashley Schaefer. There you go. Good call. Honestly, <laughs> I'm glad you knew my filing system was going to be fucked up. It's it's one of it's one of his best performances. So after the race, Medina Spirit tests positive for twenty one picograms of beta methadone, mm-hmm. right? Which is a substance that they're allowed to take before a race, but it, it has to be far enough removed from the race to where it like dissipates in their system enough to where they there's like a certain threshold they're allowed under, or something. Picograms always comes up in the context of like USADA when like they're testing UFC fighters. Like John Jones has traced traced picograms for a banned substance. Very small amount, right? Pico, I think pico means tiny. USADA. It's like the vine. You ever see the vine? Sada. Sada. Is uh. Randy hates us. Are the picograms free, like at Taco Cabana? No, you're thinking of pico de gallo. Oh, okay. It's just very small. Pieces of pico. Guy. I'm glad that you tiny. made the joke and I didn't because I was thinking about it and I was like, man. I was like, I've only got two shots here in horse talk. But, I don't um, know. Um, I caught a little interview f- uh, from Bob Baffert on um, Sports we, Center last night. I call him B Baff. He's B-Baff. making the rounds then because I saw him on Fox rounds. with friends this morning. It's, yes. it's a PR campaign. Uh, Kenny, he was on a, Kenny Main was, was okay. interviewing him last night. And he basically says that uh, not only did should the horse have tested under. The allowed amount, but he said he didn't even take any beta methadone whatsoever. And of course, then he later said that it's possible that the horse ate some hay that had urine on it. We've all been there. From somebody who had peed from in the somebody stall. Somebody who peed in the stall. <laughs> who had taken 
cough medicine. Who had taken <laughs> cough medicine? <laughs> oh, which is fucking robot. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what the hell's going double on. Double cupped. Somebody was double cupped. Somebody up. was double cupped up. They so were so faded. They just started spraying down the hay with their their PP. There's if sipping that oil. There's a video of Paul Wall exiting Bob Baffert's oh. stall. Does your opinion That's, change, yeah. dude? The oh. undisputed king of the parking lot. Then you got. Then you got to throw this charge out. <laughs> Throw it right the hell out the window. I'm just glad it led to both that excuse and our former president via press release that's been posted via another account because, you know, obviously can't tweet. Can I, can I read the statement? You yes, want to do please. it? Yes, please. No, I, I don't have it verbatim. This is from Donald Trump uh, yesterday. He said, so now even our Kentucky Derby winner, Medina Spirit, is a junkie. Oh, This is emblematic of what is happening to our country. The whole world is laughing at us as we go to hell on our borders, our fake presidential election, and everywhere else. <laughs> this is because a horse tested positive for a banned substance. Just playing the Quite hits. Quite the stretch there, sir. Just playing the hits. I love it. I think it is symbolic. The whole world is laughing problem. at us. They are. I, you know what? Personally, I have no problem with um, banned substances being used in horse racing. I don't think it hurts anybody as long as it doesn't harm the horse. Horses. I would say that's probably concern number one, right? Concern number one for me is why I wasn't sure about the plural for horses. Oh, or for, for horse. horses. Horses. Yeah, that's why it's horses. Horse sauce. eye. Yes. Oh, horse point. It's just horses. Yeah. Mm. We get it, dude. You you're have a, a ranch. You're, you're a horse's <laughs> ass, is what you are. <laughs> wow. Awkward. Can we just let him back on Twitter? This would have been so much. <laughs> this would have been so much better oh. if he just tweeted it. Instead, yeah. we're getting like uh, I had to. Uh, the news outlets that were posting it, I'm like, wait, are these legit news outlets? Mm -hmm. Did he really say this? It took me like five minutes to find out this was legit. He called a horse a junkie. <laughs> Dude, junkie then, horse is the name of my next album. Then basically said that that's a microcosm of our country's issues right now. No, if you think about it, it really is. <laughs> wait, did he tie it to the border? Yes. Yeah. Capitalize it too, and just in case you're wondering about the bookstore at all. We're just going to hell at all borders locations. Okay, been closed for ten years. Um, one honest question about this that I don't understand: I know that if this ruling holds, then Medina Spirit, Medina Spirit is disqualified, and whoever got second place is deemed the winner. Obviously, this will not affect all of the bets that and money that was exchanged the day of. God, I, I assume not. it affects the winnings um, being redistributed, but if I, I I'm one on a bet, like I don't know how the gambling shakes out. I, I don't know. I would assume you're good. So then, isn't there a break-even point in which, like, I know I can leverage enough bets to? Who gives a shit if they find out two weeks later that I cheated? So you're following every baseball player that made millions, and then mm -hmm. it's like, all right, you're saying follow the money, follow big bets. Uh, I would say uh, I don't know what how they how they settle that. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that it you know it's not you're not going back out to every patron out there saying hey, you know like how is Vegas going to settle it? I mean, how is like your local bookie going to settle true. it? You know, those might be two completely different matters. Very true. Has, has anybody checked Medina Spirit's old tweets to see if there's anything actually <laughs> worth canceling him over? Uh, like I didn't I'm have like sure, in, like a couple sure. bad weeks in high school or just shot from the hip a little bit. <laughs> Oh. You know, the brain doesn't develop until, like, the early 20s. Right. right. He was posting some things on Next Barn, like, about a suspicious person around. <laughs> next Barn, he says. It's like next door. I don't, like even, know door. I don't even know what we're doing right, here. Right. Uh, None of us have eaten. Well, Dylan had bay for lunch. <laughs> Dude, that, that sounds kind of bad. You had pizza. Okay, thank you. Yeah. It was in a box. People understand. It's worse now. So he has a uh, he as in Baffert has two horses racing in the Preakness, including including Medina Spirit, yes. Medina, Which Medina. Then begs the same question before: Do you think that they allow people to bet on Medina Spirit? You know, this race will the Preakness disqualify him because I don't think they can rule. I think they have like until this afternoon, and they push it till tomorrow or something. Um, as someone who really will only care about horse racing whenever we get two legs into the triple crown and we've got a winner or something like that. You know, give me a Barbaro story or something like that where you can't fix its bones. I'm indifferent on yeah. the outcome. I think we care too much about cheating in sports, to be honest. I've really enjoyed 
Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. Give me more of that. Personally, I want my horses juiced. I want them jacked to their little horse tits. <laughs> Again, <laughs> PETA. This is only one member of this podcast advocating for it. And it's not horse guy, and it's not non-horse guy. It's the other guy. Is it me? <laughs> Sounds like it. I'm just saying. I don't want, I don't want PETA smoke. Tits. Right. <laughs> I'm against dog racing. Why? Because dogs are fucking tight. Okay. And horses aren't tight? Horse, horses horses are, are sick, dude. Horses are tight. I feel like the, the horses are treated more humane in the barns and stuff, whereas dogs, I feel like they keep them in kennels. That I can't. They're in there just barking to. all day. I really don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm sure some of the same arguments against dog racing can be applied to horse racing. One thing I'm definitely against is horse fighting. You ever been to a horse fight? <laughs> fucking brutal, it's man. terrible, yeah. They just, with their little hooves, just they fucking just, throwing just, hooves at just throwing hooves, man. Do we need to give any acknowledgement to the uh, augmented sports world or the virtual sports world uh, since you guys know an owner of a horse? I want to buy an e-horse. We know the, we know the owner of, an, of a horse? Of an e-horse, yeah. Who? Yes. One uh, Second shout-out he's gotten today, J-Bone. Jared Borisla purchased a digital horse, in which people are now purchasing essentially NFTs that can be competed against one another. And this case, horses hates hates the fuck is going on. Here you go. What I think of it as is it's just everyone who grew up like trying to catch all of them, or I'm sorry, trying to catch them all, a la Pokemon, and they're trying to bring it to life because that's what this digital horse shit is. I've got this item. I'm going to train it. It's going to battle. A virtual horse. Yeah. We're going that direction. You're my virtual horse. Aw, Dave. Thanks, man. You are quite stud. Get over here. Actually, you don't call horses studs. You put them out stud, right? Right. Okay. Or out the pasture if you're out the pasture. Oh, where, wherever they go, bang. You can stud a horse. Yeah, there you go. That's the life. <laughs> bang. Get that subway wrapper around your arm. Anyways, next story. Canelo. It's not a subway wrapper. <laughs> did you guys? Did it's you go bag? <laughs> Dylan, judging by your reaction last night, I, I take it you did not download DAZN. I didn't download DAZN. No. <laughs> What, yeah. I, I still don't know what the hell that is. It so is the another uh, app. That is that is like the triller. That but, is. Hey, that's what we needed. Another app. It's been around longer. Yes. To be fair, it's more legit. It it, it is triller. Then tr- I think so. One hundred percent. Triller's yeah. making waves though. They, they've got actual fights that involve actual fighters. I mean, yeah. This the, the zone's way more legit. Is and, it uh, De La Hoya started the zone, or who's a big early investor? Is that correct? There was some, I know there was Golden Boy involvement. It's confusing because Canelo is a DAZN guy. Mm-hmm. He fights on DAZN. He is no longer with Golden Boy. In fact, he's thrown some shots at De La Hoya, saying like all he does is one. He parties, and I think mm-hmm. that's been proven true. Um, but Canelo in Arlington at AT&T Stadium fought Billy Joe Saunders, England Zone, and. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna watch this. I got nothing else going on. There was a UFC card on, like a fight night that was free, and I had that on the lappy. It wasn't a great card, but um, this this was intriguing for a number of reasons. You had Canelo, who's you know pound for pound one or two in the world, um, in front of seventy thousand fans. So we are, uh, you know, depending on where you stand on it, in the middle or in the tail end of a global, an ongoing global pandemic. And they packed 70K in to AT&T Stadium. Roof closed, which didn't surprise me completely because in combat sports, I, I feel like they would probably air for the perfect temperature. Humidity and all that can affect fighters. I don't know how much that had to do with any of it if it was in the contract. But they learned their lesson from, like, Thrilla and Manila. Yes. Abs- yeah, that's Or Rumble that's in very the Jungle, true. if you will. Um, but it was packed. Like, it, it, it looked like it was pre-COVID packed and uh i i'm glad i watched it canelo looked i mean like billy joe saunders was giving him a good fight i thought i convinced dan to bet on billy joe just because he was like plus 500 and i was like dude he's got a shot he's a southpaw he moves around well canelo traditionally doesn't do great against southpaws uh canelo was feeling him out for like the first five or six rounds and then he caught him with an uppercut just a did you see it a nasty uppercut didn't knock him down but Probably broke his orbital. I don't know if that's been released, Ooh. but he didn't get off the stool. His team wouldn't let him go back out there. He couldn't see. And, you know, I was at first I was I was mad. I was like, dude, how do you I mean, the guy's like, you know, this guy's all heart. Billy Joe Saunders is not the guy you think is gonna not go back out there throwing the towel. But 
I think his team made the right decision upon review. Because, I mean, dude, if you break this bone right here, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, you can't keep taking a pounding there. Yeah. No good. Thoughts on Caleb Plant being potentially the next fight? That's a unification always, bout. Yeah, that's always the thing I'm interested in. Even if I don't necessarily care about the fight itself, I am curious to know, okay, what is this setting up or what trajectory does this put us on? Because if it is like another mega fight that I'm unaware of, like if it were pre Wilder Fury or whatever, or Wilder Johnson early on. Like, I want to be there for all of, like, the pre-fight hubbub and, like, all of the buildup. Because I think that's some of boxing's best material is the 24-7s, is the barbs that are traded through um, media uh, press conferences. So, doing a a very minor amount of uh, research, Caleb Plant, out of Tennessee, looks to be the next step. Um, a little bit about what you were mentioning, the difference in, what do you call it? Um, PBC versus, uh, what, what do you, what do you WBO. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that's It's very confusing. It makes boxing borderline unwatchable if you've never gotten into like it. Management organizations, uh, I guess promotion companies. Sure. Yeah. So being that Canelo was with the zone up until this fight was his last one under the zone. He would then have to make some agreement either with Showtime or Fox. Was this his last fight with DAZN? I believe so, according okay, to what I'm that. seeing here, is that uh, as of now. But Good news for Dylan. Canelo has all of the leverage in any conversation he has with any you know media company. So Absolutely. I mean, so Canelo is obviously um, from Mexico. So when he fights, I mean, he has all of Mexico behind him. If you watch AT&T Stadium, like the crowd was about 95, not even 95, 98% uh, behind Canelo. He is the biggest name of boxing right now. Um, yeah, he wants to unify. He wants to get all the belts at uh, super middleweight. Um, and that fight, I'll watch it. It's not going to be like um, a mega fight, though. Not people. A lot of most people, like the casual fan, doesn't know anything about Plant. No. Um, you know, the fight that I would want to see three years ago is a trilogy fight with Triple G. A lot of people, most people, myself included, think. Triple G won the first fight. It was a split decision. And second fight was closer. I, I have no issues with them giving the second fight to Canelo. But at this point, Triple G's – I'm not going to say he's washed, but he's not the same fighter. He's older, significantly older than Canelo. And I don't want to see it. Yep. I don't want to see Triple G go out like that. I'm, I'm kind of hoping for the Connor plan where I want him just to both retire. I don't, I don't need to see any more out of you. Don't tarnish your <laughs> legacy. But, yeah – I don't. I don't know what the fight is. He's he's the guy. Demetrius Andrade, I guess, is the only other name that's who showed up, up at the post fight presser calling him out. And yep. Canelo's like, "Dude, get the fuck out of here!" Like literally, that's what he says. Like, who are you? Get out. <laughs> I didn't realize that Canelo was still bringing as much power as as he is. Yeah, uh, and you speaking of tainted subs, um, Canelo did have an issue before mm-hmm. the Triple G fights with uh, what he called Mex. They they said the beef in Mexico is like, there's certain. Um, hormones given that yeah. can make you test positive. I don't know. That seems pretty convenient. I remember that discussion. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Canelo is an absolute monster, though. You mean the term tainted beef <laughs> rings a bell? Yes, it does. Yes, yes like, it does. Yeah. I recall the conversation, I believe. <laughs> uh, that's why I think the Saunders camp did the right thing. Because if you go out there and your eye is in any way compromised and you can't see, and Canelo is going to tee off on you, it could end your career. Yeah. Because he is extremely powerful and extremely skilled um he's just a beast he has the best jawline in the game his neck is huge you can't knock him down he's a monster and i'm not even a canelo guy but i uh i have to stand that people didn't wake up and think they were getting boxing off top horse racing and boxing there you go how about that dylan let's talk a little baseball huh give us your breakdown of the al central (laughs) No, we're going to talk – we're going to go a little different direction. Randy, if you could pull it up, because uh, former Ranger great Jeff Fry is big mad on Twitter. I know there's a lot of Jeff Fry fans out there. Um, this video is making the rounds. I don't know what league, if this is high yeah, school or college. It looks like it's junior college yeah. or something. I'm not sure. Uh, that would be my guess as well. Yeah, but but dude, it, dude just absolutely tees off. Uh, let's, let's run the video. Yeah, let's, let's just – Mic up. Oh, thank you, Randy. Certified piss missile. Certified piss missile. 
Turns toward his dugout, throws the bat overhanded like like Tomahawk chops the bat to the dugout. Jeff to Fry, home plate, oh. stomps on home plate. Wayland Baptist, I believe, University out of Plainview, Texas. Okay. Plainview, Texas. Okay. So, so that is out by Lubbock. The Jeff Fry connection, uh, he tweeted this video. He said, this makes me sad. We haven't taught this generation how to behave on a baseball field. This is what we get. Quote, let the kids play, end quote, isn't the message we should be sending. Obviously, hashtag she gone, which I think is a thing he's trying to make his. Yeah, that part I was not uh... – like, why throw that in? That, yeah, he's, I mean, that's some self-promotion there. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's big mad. He's an old man yelling at Cloud on Twitter. And I don't know what you guys think about this. The only issue I have is that when he throws the bat, I don't know. I need to know, like, if there was any other pl- it looked like players he, in that vicinity. The umpire was crossing. He looked like the bat was, like, right at the umpire. Yeah. If you, if you see it. But I, I'm, sure he, I'm sure it wasn't because no one reacted to that. My immediate reaction was double-checking which – dugout he was like talking to and throwing the bat towards and uh, upon further review it was his own it was the his own team's dugout so he threw the bat pretty demonstrably towards them yeah whereas a lot of the bat tosses we've seen in the big leagues majors whatever have been somewhat in the direction of the opponent's dugout which i think you know again i love it all but if i'm going to say one's quote-unquote disrespectful in comparison to the other like tossing a bat in my direction or whatever so, is way worse than what he did. This discussion, I feel like, has slowly been gaining steam over the past few years, mm-hmm. I think. Um, people who are not like familiar with baseball, and I'm not trying to sound like a baseball hardo, I promise you, but people who are not familiar with the game are like, why is this a problem? Why is celebrating yeah. an issue? Me, as someone who grew up playing baseball, if I had done this in high school, I would have been benched for probably like two weeks. Like It would have been, according to my coach, of course, Absolutely unacceptable. So I'm like, I, I understand from a base, I don't know. I, I'm far from a purist of the game, but I get why there are a lot of people like Jeff Fry who are like, this has no place in baseball. I do understand that. I also understand why people are like, this just kids having fun. Who gives a shit? Like, they're celebrating. I kind of I kind of fall somewhere in the middle, I think. I think this stuff is okay Yeah. for the most part. Um, but I also think, like, if somebody wants to retaliate, then that's that's a justified consequence of, of doing this. What's so. your reaction if you were the opposing team and this happened? Like, knowing that you knew you would be suspended if you did it in high school, let's say Round Rock comes down and a player from Round Rock does this in a game against y'all. He's absolutely getting thrown at. Or okay. the next, the next like, two batters are getting thrown at. Someone is, someone's going to take one high and high in. Someone is taking one to the ribs. Not the head, to the ribs. That's fair. I don't absolutely. My only issue, like I said, was with the wherever the bat, however close that was to other players, like to the guys on the other team, or even his own team, or the ump, anybody really. That's the only thing that made me nervous. Um, it may not be my style, but like it doesn't bother me. Like yeah. the, I hated when like so when the Rangers when Jose Bautista um, <laughs> had like the most famous bat, bat flip, yes, uh, against the Rangers in the playoffs. And we just looked like, obviously, we, it sucks we lost, but like we looked like such bitches how mad we got about it. Yeah. And then it happened again with Tatis and the Padres last season with the Rangers. Like, oh, we don't play, you know, that's not how we play the game. Yeah. Woodward. I I hated that. It's like, dude, yeah. like. It's, I think people think it's disrespectful because it's very much like a one, like, who gets the best of who. Like, it's the pitcher versus the batter. Like, everyone in the field, of course, they're not involved in the play when something like this happens. But it's like. You're not celebrating the home run so much. You're like, look what I just did to this fucking guy on the mound. Like, I'm humiliating him. People look at it that way, I think. Um, if it's just like, you know, a good if you make a good catch in the outfield, for example, you sliding catch, diving catch, and if you celebrate it, this you're not like showing any one person up. It's just a hell of a fucking play. But this is like, yeah, I just took you deep, and now I'm going to celebrate in your face with nothing you can do about it. But it may, but like, no. From for everyone else thinks it's tight. Only Rangers fans hated the Bautista bat, yeah. bat flip. Yeah, everyone else thought it was incredible, except for the fact it. that it was Jose Bautista and he follows way too many people on Twitter. <laughs> yes, yes. I had a problem but, with that. Yes. Um, I think the fact that Major League Baseball in promotion of like MLB the show, they're 
pretty much their only quote unquote cool thing that they've done to like stay connected to an audience that isn't 45 white and you know old Dylan is that all of the marketing connected to that Fernando Tatis Jr. is like the cover athlete. Everything related to those commercials were all big bombs and big bat flips right afterwards. In fact, when you go and create a player, like you get to select your post uh, home run celebration. Like one includes like pretending to ride your baseball bat like Harry Potter. (laughs) Another is like uh, just all kind of bullshit, like over the top fake ones. So clearly MLB is like, forward thinking and all in on this. And I get that there's traditionalists or purists or red asses, however you want to like address it that aren't for it. Because I think that there are certain things that equate to it in football that, you know, uh, like swiping at the ball when you're snapping the ball to take a knee at the end of the game. Like a lot of coaches are like, Hey, it's a waste of, uh, you know, you're just trying to get people hurt. And Nam Kinsu got chewed out for this, um, whenever he was, um, or maybe what Nagamics and Domkinsu, I don't know, whatever. Um, I draw the line at when you are physically endangering another person or player. So, like, the bat toss, again, in the direction of the rep or the ump would bother me a little bit. Like, hey, all right, let's reel that part in. Like, going back and screaming at your teammates, whatever, I'm all for it. Um, and then throwing at the head and or another player. You know, I, I don't that's, advocate that's for either acceptable. side. Yeah, never. I'm all good with if uh, somebody, if, if first baseman wants to try to clock me after I toss the bat yeah. too aggressively, let's have that. Don't wait until I get back up in order. Like, I've yeah. been standing here all day. Let me fight on the base path. Give me that fight instead of, like, wait till the bullpen jogs out and we've got our jackets I mean, on. And like, you throw it you throw at a guy it, who wasn't even involved in right. it. Right. If, you, if you're mad, be big this mad. Is, this is the basketball equivalent of dunking on somebody, right? Right. Because it's like it's it's a play you make against one other person that's like you got the best of somebody. So if you were to dunk on someone followed by, like, getting in his face and talking shit, like, expect, like expect retaliation. Two-arm Sean Kemp yes. shove. <laughs> or, like, a Shaq dunking on, uh, was it Chris Dudley? Is that his name? Puts his legs, like, up on his shoulders, yeah, damn near. He, he dunked on him and then shoved him to the <laughs> ground. Um so if you were to do that, like, you got to expect some kind of retaliation, I think. But or I guess Sean Kemp's the push. Shaq is the Sha- Shaq is yes, the yes. Matt I had the Dudley, Chris Dudley, something like that. But uh, I'm thinking of the Sean Kemp squat and point after yeah. he dunks on. All I know is like the way I would combat this. If I were the pitcher, I would simply throw more strikes. <laughs> <laughs> like just strike the guy out. Mm, Don't give up the home run. You That's would be you better off just beaning the guy. To be honest, Seriously. <laughs> dude. It is disrespectful to to have like the I assume as a coach because I guess the guy the guy seemed like he was on the field just right there with the camera like recording the at bat. Yeah, the position like, of the that? camera is a little a little uh, right question. There. The best reaction that I saw in this, aside from the player and everything like that, is the first base umpire. Oh yeah, definitely like, acted yeah, like you threw trash in his front yard. He was not pleased. <laughs> but there's other the umpire. You can't do anything about no. it. I mean, you can throw some out of the game if they're. I don't know. Like, if you would have threw the, throw the bat at the other bench, they're maybe. they're problematic. But, and, but this is just like, there's nothing you can do as the umpire. You just got to like, oh. That umpire certainly, uh, he took like one step like of an angle that looked like he wanted to confront the guy. This dude's got and a he great definitely swing, said something. A, I mean, this is a tight home run. Anyhow. The environment. The WBEU baseball I've ever. Yeah, well, the I want to know more about it because that entire environment seemed like it was already like ready to blow. Yeah. Like every, that was. The most lit JUCO game I've ever seen. Yeah, and maybe, maybe this is a. Is it a intense... JUCO? Do we confirm? I didn't look up the the rank, just the name of the team. But what I what I'm hoping after all of this is that maybe the team didn't even win the game. There was no animosity between the yeah. two teams, and there was like some infighting between like yeah, the only team that would. You got to consider too. like what what are the circumstances around this home run? Was yeah. it is this the top of the first in a meaningless like <laughs> like opening series game, or is this an intense rivalry and he just hit the go ahead? In the seventh inning, you know what I mean? Like they were playing white deer. Yeah, we don't we don't know how how meaningful this was. And they're play they're down eleven as a position player throwing the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe he got maybe he got beaned the at bat before this. We don't know what's going on. When here. you get WBU and Tyler Junior College together, like throw the records out. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. So I, I don't know, man. Um, um, I, I I get both as a baseball quote unquote baseball guy. I do understand both sides of it. I was uh, – I apologize for being non-professional if you were watching this on YouTube or you saw me here in the studio. But 
I learned of some information I feel is worthy of at least breaking in before uh, our next segment and letting you both know. The Jaguars are expected to sign Tim Tebow as a tight end on today. That's happening. National Football League professional American football roster. That would explain the Micah text we got about seven minutes ago that said over under .5 regular season catches for Tebow. I didn't see the rest of it because I, I didn't open it. But I just saw this pass through the timeline. I've been waiting all day to do this. Now, this is epic. I'm, it is epic. How do you feel about it? Knee-jerk reaction, I, go. You don't seem like you're happy. <laughs> I don't know how to find another like thing to relate this to, aside from the fact that when you have an opportunity to, like, uh, hold on, I'll pause. Let me, let me contain myself here. Um. All I wanted this team to have was some hype and expectation of positive outcomes. I said this before. I went with Cowboys half. Cowboys aren't going to win anything special. Sorry. Breaking news, they're not. But every single season, people sign up with the expectations that they're going to be successful. That's not a rip on the Cowboys. That's applauding Jerry Jones. You've seen this offense? Yeah, I've seen this offense. Is your quarterback healthy? Um, Hey, man. I'm just – a great man just says, I'm just saying. Uh. But with the Jaguars, we have no reason to expect anything but an upward trajectory with a successful coach, quarterback. We've got some pieces, and now we're making it a clown show. I've already got to worry about, like, what Charlie Strong's headset's going to look like. Now I've got to figure out if, like, oh, are we interviewing Tebow too much? If fucking Trevor Lawrence gets strep throat in week four, is Tebow going to get some snaps? Like, I don't need this. A lot of people are asking if there's already a controversy. There is. Absolutely. The same level of controversy that there should have been in New Orleans when you had Taysom Hill mm-hmm. and freaking Drew Brees. I don't know why. If I was they run paid. some kind of like trick gadget play where he th- he's throwing a pass. I will go buy a jersey and then I will burn <laughs> said jersey. Oh, my God. I'm gonna, I will laugh my – Both uh, – Tebow, maybe Tebow's there to help Trevor into his like um, role. They're both, they're both very religious. Gosh. That's what. That's all that's going to come out of this. You're going to get so many FCA memes and youth group and church camp bus memes out of this. Yeah. And to that, I say, great. You know, continue your walk. Gentlemen. What do you have against FCA? I know. That's what I'm. I'm realizing this is as bad as you advocating for doped up horses. <laughs> Don't put this on me. He deflected it. You did catch that. She <laughs> ricochet. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> We're not out of here, out of this topic. Well, I got a note here that says uh, NBA playoffs are coming. Yes. We are uh, in the final week of the season. I said that correct. Uh, I believe most teams have about four games left to play. Uh, If you are a fan of the Washington Bullets slash Wizards, you are uh, waking up to somber news of Bradley Bill out with the sprained hamstring for at least two of those four games. That's very sad. Pretty impactful because they are right on the uh, cusp of the Eastern play-in picture. Uh, Bradley Bill also uh, going head-to-head with uh, Steph Curry for the scoring title this year. Like They've both been out of this world, which I hadn't been paying much attention to the Wizards. I only caught the headlines when like Russ puts up 42 or has some ridiculous line. I go back and look at their game by game. Bradley Bill's led them in scoring like probably 60 games out of their 70 games. He's had a great year. 60 out of 68 or whatever. He's a guy I wish was with Luca. Uh, yeah, and did they re- they re-upped him, right? I believe so. I, th- I think he did get a contract. So, um, I don't really know who to begin rooting for when you start looking at the Eastern playoffs. I was kind of surprised to see that the Heat were going to be able to avoid a play-in or likely will avoid a play-in. Um, but I'm putting focus there because I know we got a lot to talk about on the West. But I think looking at the Eastern Playoff picture, everything can be summed up in, like, Giannis's post-game interview the other day when somebody broke the news to him. So you guys are second in the Eastern Conference. He goes, oh, second? Yes, man. Yeah. Yes. I don't think they're too worried about He's like, that. It does not matter. It really does We doesn't. do not care. It's like, all that matters is we're playing well. I like that we got attitude. got good habits. I like that attitude. He is a phenomenal I, I wish he was the star in, in, in my market. Obviously, very happy with Luca, but Giannis is equally special. Um, where, are, where are you at with the playing tournament stuff? Because I, I am at the point where it's like I see people saying it's great. Look at, look at the, the interest it's generating. 
and I'm looking at myself as like a, a fan of a team that's on the cusp of the play-in. Mm-hmm. On the right side, though. On the right side. If And what I'm doing when I log off Warzone with y'all at 11 o'clock or whenever, I immediately go to NBA TV or League Pass, and if there's a West Coast game, Lakers mm-hmm. or Blazers or something, I will watch it. And I'm thinking, am I watching this because of the play-in tournament, or is it because, like, if there was no play-in tournament and, like, it was all, like, the Mavs were at the 5C but only a game in front of the 6 seed, I would still be interested in these games. Yeah. I think that it only – it's it successfully made these last couple of weeks interesting. The NBA does have a huge problem with like the drop off of playoff teams, contenders, and real like you know chances chances to win. There are some gaps in there, and the drop off between like eight nine and the rest of the conference was so significant that like the Kings have a shot right now. I didn't realize the Mavericks have gone what ten out of their last thirteen. And those three losses are all to the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. And had the Mavs, like, just taken care of business to beat a team that's nine games under five hundred, like, the Kings are not relevant. But now if you're a Sacramento fan, your team is still in it. It's a bad matchup for the Mavs. Here's where I will begin to love it. We potentially could have, well, if it ended today, you're going to get the Warriors and the Lakers are going to play a game. And the winner of that goes to the playoffs. The loser of that would go to a second opportunity for play-in. And they would play the winner of, I believe, the Grizzlies. I could be wrong here. I believe either the Grizzlies and the Kings. Yeah, I think that's who 9 and 10 yeah, is. Pelicans, they're out of it. Uh, they're in that but same. Zion, they're they're right yeah. below. Uh, they're okay. 11th. So you would basically have a chance for either the Warriors to win that game and then the Lakers to get bounced just by some fluke occasion. And then the Lakers aren't in the playoffs. And you guarantee. He will get a change to where this playoff play-in isn't coming back if LeBron's not in the playoffs. The league will, there's no way the league will allow LeBron oh. and AD and the Lakers to not be in the playoffs. Jenny Bussett will not allow that to there happen. Will, yeah, calling the uh, the Philly mob or whoever's uh, uh, paying the uh, the refs on the low. The frozen Has LeBron low. ever not made the playoffs? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, first first year in L.A. for sure. And then I'm sure there was a oh, Cleveland okay. year. He didn't make it the first year. No? They had like Contavious Caldwell Pope and like with an ankle monitor on for a year. <laughs> that's so tiny. <laughs> Fuck, they really did. Um, and that's when they were like sending away uh, Lonzo and Brandon Knight that year, two years ago. Um, but I think the item that we all need to yield the floor to David Ruff to either defend or support his client. Yo, what's up with your boy? Randy, dude? hit me with that dick punch, player. What's up with your boy? I pose this as, is Luca the good son? Okay, by the way, LeBron missed his first two seasons in Cleveland. So. There you go. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, I don't – so look, Mavs played a game in Cleveland last night. Uh, they won, but Luca got ejected on a flagrant two on – first of all, yes, he, he did punch. He deserved to be ejected, I think. I don't think he punched him in the D. I think it's probably more on, like, the hip. doesn't matter. It's the groin area. This is not the most egregious D punch in league history. And this is Colin Sexton. We should. I think that's relevant to say. Like Why? that's their star player, uh, if you're Cleveland. So, I don't. I'm, Colin Sexton isn't, you know, star of the league by any means, but relevant to the team you're playing. Like if you're doing this to a player who's fourth off the bench and this happens, I don't know. Do you think? I know, Dave. You think maybe he missed the the the, the Nards. By a, a couple inches. Do you think he was tr- he was going for the Nards, and I he think was just reacting? It looked like a, it looked like an immediate like. I think okay, so Sexton puts a shoulder in mm-hmm. Luca's back pretty hard, and Luca you know turns around and in one motion throws down the fist. Um, I don't think he was trying to dick tap him, um, but it's fine. He's got to manage his emotions better. He was trying to hit him somewhere. I think yeah, that's pretty that's, evident. Yeah, he was, and he's lucky that Sexton didn't hit him back. And Luca looked like. Like stared at him like in slow mo, like I thought maybe Luca was going to do something else. Like whatever, he, there might have been something going on earlier in the game that yeah created some beef there because I mean that's not something you just randomly do. Like Luca Luke- said, cut off your rat tail. Exactly. And Colin Sexton said, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think he'll be suspended. I'm not, a, I'm not going to apologize. I'm, I like that my player's a complete psychopath, my favorite player, but. Hey man, that's what you're gonna get. If I have to, if I have to put up with the occasional dick punch, but I'm gonna get you know triple dubs, like twenty of them, like I'm fine with that. I wouldn't mind if he were suspended, just so that there was no. Oh, if this was you know, 
I don't know. Insert name of uh, Grayson Allen. Okay, oh, maybe not God, Grayson dude. Allen. Oh, I was God. thinking uh, DeAndre. Why can't I say the name of the player on Green? Draymond Green. Jeez, I kept saying wouldn't say Jordan. Um, if this was Draymond, he'd be out and all this stuff. Like, I don't think that. I want any shade of like Luca gets special treatment talk going on when he's like on the edge of getting another technical and being suspended. Like I'd rather them just suspend it and getting over with. In fact, had Colin Sexton responded, they probably would have both got teed up instead of it being one action happen. That's flagrant. You're out of here because if Colin Sexton shoves them, then it would have been double technical or double two tech and Luca would have been out for this game and fined. Throw some teas on that bitch. Sexton kind of helped him out. It was funny. It's, just, it's it's a weird thing to see. I I would rather Luca do that than chirp the officials. I hope that they decide right before the Mavs play. I don't know one of their last remaining teams. Let's just go with uh, maybe the Raptors, who will likely be eliminated by then. I will be fine with that. Yeah, the the Mavs final four games uh, does look quite favorable. But uh, yeah, playing games start this weekend. So I will be all in on that, and then we will have our tournament set by the time we record next week, I believe, or eh, probably not. I think the games go for a couple days. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that soon. Your Damn. boy loves NBA playoffs. It's it's great TV. I don't watch every single night. It's great TV, it's Dylan. Great. You get a lot of Charles Barkley. I too am an NBA playoff guy. That's why I uh, <laughs> start to pay attention usually. NBA. Same with hockey. Put those in the same boat for me. Dude, I'm, I'm in. I'm shout in. out to your nights. Oh yeah. Yeah, David. Well, we're gonna have to adopt a team because stars. Uh, I already piece. already have one. Thanks, though, KJ. Welcome back. Yeah, I know. I well, have one. well, they're local, of course, right? Like they they played hockey in Austin, right? Right. Like, you've had a hockey team here before, right? I'm I'm riding with the Fort Worth. <laughs> Don't throw shade on the Austin Ice Bats. <laughs> Austin Ice Bats were tight. I'm man. rocking with the Dallas Burn or the Fort Worth Fire. The Brahmas, you mean? Uh, you know, I really am riding with the Hartford Whalers. There we go, guys. You want a party? I want a party. Easy time. Let's do it. It's the sports party. Let's go. Dylan, what do you bring into the sports party? Like, you walk Just, in the uh, door, what do you got in your hand? I got a great attitude, and uh, I got a sixer of Vizzy. That's what I'm bringing. That's the right answer. Yeah. KJ, can you beat that? You know, maybe I'll tell you it's just Cannabump. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. This is, I picked the right party to go to. Let's let's get flirty. Yeah. I'm walking in with a hard drive full of cum rocket, and oh. I'm going to be just dishing out cummies to you're people. Hand, you're handing out digital Currency. Correct. Crypto. Okay. Wow. It's blockchain. Right. You familiar? I'll take all the cummies. Hey, by the way, it says here, guess what? Hamilton is still that dude. Yeah, he won He won a race again. Dude, and uh, the, the pit situation was compelling. I didn't know. Like, does yeah. he need to, did he pit too early? He's got the, and Verstappen didn't, and he had the old tires, and I don't know how much, I guess that made a lot of difference. V-Stap. I call him V-Stap. You call him V-Stap? I like yeah. that a lot. Uh-huh. That was a fun race. I... I think week after week, F1 is showing that there's some depth to it that is not just the surface storyline of, oh, this guy hits this guy. Like, that adds extra intrigue, I think, for me, that the background of all the racers that you learn from Drive to Survive. But if you were to try to attack it from just, like, I'm there for the analytics and some of the technical stuff, this race was there for that. Like, Verstappen taking the lead early and then just seeing – Hamilton again execute at a master level. Botas is pretty impressive. Botas still being a little move? baby back him bitch. He's gonna let him him here. Can't I can't deal with that finish. That would have been some drama if if, if uh, Hamilton didn't pass V step. Yep. And as all goes back to Botas. Is it Botas? That's how I call it. That's I need I to it. find the name, and I probably could have done my job on this um, before this. But I meant to bring up. I watched qualifying on Saturday. And there was a racer that caught my attention. Uh, his name is, he drives for Alpha Tori, Yuki Sonoda. Japanese uh, driver, 20 years old, drives for Alpha Tori Honda. He, I believe, qualified 20th and did not finish the race on Sunday. But after his qualifying, uh, did his post-qualifying you know, post interview and all but said, or no, he, he verbatim said, I'm faster than my car is. Uh, I don't know what's going on with my other my teammate who has Love a similar that. car. It's set up similar, but we can't figure out what's going on here. Uh, our car is trash. 
<laughs> and the announcer's like, he's going to have to learn how to hold back his emotions if he wants to stay in the league. Dude, that's why I love F1, man. Wild card. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's play a little Did You Know F1 style Ooh. in our quest to learn more about the sport. Okay. Uh, fairly new. At it. We kind of talked, talked a little bit about this before we started recording. But, Dave, did you know that a Formula One engine, you're allowed four per year? Oh, yeah. So they have to last seven races. That's interesting. I, I thought I heard somebody before the pod talking about that. We were talking about this, yeah. Uh, we didn't know, though. An F1 know. engine needs to last seven races. So seven races at 300, 305 kilometers. Um, 1,326 miles, basically. That's okay. how long your engine needs to last. Did not know that. Didn't either. You learned something new. You know, they used to last barely longer than two hours, which is about the, the length of a race, right? Did you know that? You're going to make the joke? Nope. More of a drag racing guy. Go see your doctor Seconds. or something like that. The last <laughs> there it say. is. Um, Found that interesting. Approximate value or cost of these engines, 10.5 milli. Get out of here. Yikes. So we, we probably need to steer clear of trying to acquire a team. We're going to need a bigger sponsor. Oh, shit. These engines, I mean, they're running pretty hard, right? They're racing them, right, yeah. David? So they need to they last about 20 hours at like full, like full bore, you know, like all out. 20 hours. I love that phrase, full bore. I, dude, I, I've got nothing but respect for the car guys out there. This is a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm not a gearhead, but the guys that are up there, like these guys are paid very, very well to do this stuff. Learn something new here. And also, I apologize. We had a backer or a, a dipper reach out last week about um, our comments about the softest workouts mm-hmm. from the dip line. And uh, we didn't factor in the fact that, like, the G's on your body as you're driving at those speeds and going around turns and, like, what that does to your body and how, like, these guys are actually in really great shape. And you know what? If we offended anybody, I apologize. I don't think any of us said they're in bad shape. We're no, saying we their workouts are trash. Their workouts are, uh... I, I, yeah, I'm well aware of, you know, what the G spot does to the body. I don't need you to sit okay, here just and come on, man. I feel like you knew what you did there. I knew exactly what I wasn't going to do there. I was just, you know, wasn't sure if I was going to get there. Um, let's skip the, we'll do more hockey when Brett's with us next week, but playoffs are also close. Preds, uh, basically made sure that the stars aren't in it, but we'll talk more hockey. Fuck you, Preds. Hey, did you see Bryson's carbon footprints effing huge? Way to go, Bryson. Yeah. He burned a lot of gas fuel. Human Bitcoin over here. Whatever they use over the weekend. How does this happen? He was like, uh, I think he was like 73rd or something going into after, after Friday's round and, uh, he hopped on his private jet. Started going home and then like, yeah, but he he, oh, yeah, he hopped the on cut. the flight before everyone finished their round. The weather got bad, right? And the scores started getting shittier. I don't really put this on Bryson. I mean, he's got a he has like a publicist or, or he obviously has an assistant who does books his travel, right? You can't ex- he's at the level where like he doesn't do that stuff for himself. Um, but yeah, like he ended up. Uh, I think he had a top ten seventh. Sneaky. I believe seventh. Yes. Yeah. Where um where was this tournament? Charlotte. Was, Charlotte. Okay. And he he lives Flying in back Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, so. I mean, what, two hour flight. Uh, there are worse places to be stuck, but I get it if you're trying to beat the storm. In his head, he's like me waiting an hour to find out could turn into me being here for seven hours. Absolutely. But, dude, you you, you gotta you gotta hang in there. Yeah, think about the environment one time. One time. Yeah, Do just you, just hang out for another couple hours, man. Don't hop on a have plane a beer. Yet. Text the boys. Check out the memes. Just sit on your phone at the bar. He landed in Dallas, right? Or yeah. Did he just, I don't know if he actually. Just, they just no, I think they landed. They didn't I don't bust think they bitch. busted a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, he, Yo, we got to turn. He just walks in. Like, we got to turn this around, dude. We got to go back. If he was focused on his player impact pool uh, earnings, he would have just, I don't know, taken a quick jaunt over to uh, Nashville, stopped at this little, like, unknown place called Tootsie's, uh-huh. had a drink or two. Gone live. Maybe gone live, and then come back. I'm like, oh, just, I had missed, a little layover. Doing, missed opportunity. Uh, DK Metcalf on the track. Ran a 10-3-6. Okay. Which was good for last, me. last place in his heat. Wow. Okay, but, that, that, you know, um, no, he's, a, um, he's, a, he's got a lot more muscle than those dudes. I mean, well, I think what we're learning is that um, – like Olympic caliber sprinters or professional sprinters, I should say, they're uh, they're built different. And DJ Metcalf, while running a ten three six at two hundred thirty five pounds, whatever the hell he is, is really fucking impressive. He's not quite where you need to be, but still, 
Don't lose sight. That's extremely fucking impressive. I am absolutely blown away by it. You've seen what Marquise Goodwin's been in the NFL for five, six years now. Mm -hmm. UT grad, right? Yes. Or UT alum, I should say. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, he's been known to have Olympic quality or Olympic level speed. Marquise Goodwin's like. Five eight, yeah. 170 pounds or he's whatever. He's an Olympic triple jumper. Yeah, not not a sprinter. But nevertheless, but still, like uh, you gotta, you gotta he, he did sprints prior. Yes, he's just yes. not at that level for the Olympics. Yes. DK Metcalf is a fucking walking refrigerator. Like the guy ran. I didn't realize he ran a four three, which makes sense. But it really makes me wish that the NFL could figure out a way to not like you would be risking all kind of torn ligaments and injuries that you don't need. But how fucking cool would it be to see an off off season, like race circuit or whatever, where he's just sprinting against Jalen Ramsey and whomever else in, in the league, just for hundreds for charity and money and clout, whatever. Like this needs to be the NFL's like versus uh, needs to turn, yeah. like do yeah. that during the off. Dude, would, I would be all in on that. So I, I don't know. That's amazing. And though. then these these sprinters, I mean, they obviously they train year-round mm-hmm. just to run as fast as you possibly can. Well, Metcalf is not doing that. He's a football player. And they're not having to recover from the injuries that exactly. he is. He's not uh, getting tackled and all that stuff. So Finally, the story that everybody wants to hear. Dylan's miraculous birdie. You teased it. Tell us about said birdie. I had miraculous birdie right. on Friday. Let me be clear about something first before I talk about my birdie, which was incredible. I played very, very bad. Okay. Very bad. Golf. But you played is really kind of a yeah. headline here. That's very big. How's uh, yeah. the back? Uh, eh, you know, it's okay. It's okay. okay. It's not great. I don't think it's ever going to be great again. Anyway. Not with that attitude. Um, it was about a 400-yard par four. Pretty simple hole, really. Just straight, straight away. I topped my drive. I topped it. It actually settled on the ladies' tee box. Okay. Did you do the weird thing? Um, it it passed the the tees by about a yard. I want to know the guy who invented that uh, unwritten some, just rule. Just some pervert. The same. He some probably same played bastard. baseball. Yeah. No offense. That, that is some baseball, baseball guy baseball. shit. Baseball guys are weird. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Baseball locker rooms are weird places. Uh. Trust me. Anyway, I topped my tee shot, so I'm looking at uh, I'm still 325 yards from the hole. We we measured it, 325, and of course you know I'm a big driver off the D kind of guy, Dave. I yeah, pu- I, knew I pulled that. I pulled the driver out and I absolutely uncorked one. Just nutted. Just struck it absolutely perfectly. Uh headed right for the right for the flag. 325 325 yards away. I I didn't exactly see it settle. I knew it was close. I didn't think it was going to have the distance to get there, but it it caught uh it caught a hard part of the fairway and it, it got we got some Ooh, roll out of it. Speed slot. We we hit the speed slot. Hell yeah. Rolled up there, and I was about four and a half, five feet from the pin. And I made my birdie putt. Wow. Just an unbelievable birdie. Damn. I know. I know. It's you, man. I'm very happy for you. Pretty crazy. Is that your first birdie? Of the day. (laughs) Of the My one and only. This guy. I played so badly, I don't even think I parred a hole. I think I had a a bunch of bugs, double bugs, some triples, and then my, my birdie, my my crazy weird birdie. Still one circle on that card. Yep. That's right. Keep you coming back, it man. Felt good. Keep you coming back. People are saying uh, mm. Dylan's golf game's a lot like Micah's content life. Not oh, quite retired. Don't know. Or is he? Oh, I don't know, Jim. Yeah. Deserves <laughs> the right to come back. All right, well, let's run it back. I also lost over a hundred dollars playing Wolf. That okay. Day. Well, you you know what though? You got. The, I won that you hole. You have to tell though. your fun birdie on the pod. I won that hole. Good. Yeah. You want to run it back? Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Of course, this is the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Davis Hangry, as his food delivery service failed and delivered it to a place down the street. Update the people. How are you feeling? Did you eat yet? Uh, no. I had uh, 20 grams of protein. Okay. Dave drinks peach Vizzy when he's feeling a little bit flirty. That's true. That's big facts. That's big facts. Canelo has a great jawline per Dave. When, what is WBU again? That's a wonderful Western question. Western Baptist. Close enough for me. When Western Baptist and Tyler Warner Brothers University get together, <laughs> when they get together on the baseball diamond, throw out the record books. Everyone knows I'm sorry, that. Dylan. That's baseball 101. KJ isn't pleased about Tim Tebow signing with the Jags. I think he should embrace it personally. On that note, the over-under for Tebow catches on the year is .5 per Micah. <laughs> Which is more disrespectful than the Des Bryant touchdown over under we set before last NFL season. Yeah, that's bad. 
pretty bad. G-spots take their toll on the body. Again, per KJ. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce's PJ did not bust a bitch. We per, don't think it did. Per sources. And uh, this is a late entry here, folks. Dylan is the Micah of golf. Very cool. Wow. Very cool. Will got to play golf with Micah on Friday. He did. How Micah, fun is that? Micah's a lot of fun to play golf with. Every time he makes a par, he will announce, P-p-p-par, bitches. <laughs> or he'll call you the P word. Or he'll call you the P word. Just unnecessary. It's like a friendly game. You're on the second hole, not right. even playing wolf. He'll just say that to you. He's this close to Mother's Day, too. Wow. Kinda. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to pee really bad and then go yell at somebody about my food. Great. We'll see you guys next Monday. Peace. I want my chips with a dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with a dip. So bring them dips.